Welcome to 5-Minute Finance, a podcast that explores topics that are impacting your money. Join us as we discuss what is moving the economy, markets, stocks, and personal finance. This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Before acting on any financial advice, you should consult a financial professional who can review your specific financial situation. Any opinions expressed by the hosts or guests are their own and do not reflect the opinion of LVM Capital Management. Clients or employees of LVM Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in the podcast. Welcome to 5-Minute Finance. Tyler and Jordan here. We are going to do a recap of some market returns in the first quarter of this year. Looking at some of the widely followed indices, we have most of them down broadly. We have the S&P 500, which is down about 5% roughly. And you have the NASDAQ, which is kind of a little more tech-oriented, was down 9%. And kind of when you break some of those down to small cap versus large cap, the small cap is typically followed by the Russell 2000. And the Russell 2000 was down about 8% with the value side of that doing better than the growth side. And that was kind of the same uh, between the large cap stocks as well. When you look at the S&P 500, it ended the quarter down roughly 5%, but in the middle of March, it got down 12.5% at its low. And then the NASDAQ, same thing, uh, middle of March, it got down close to 20% and ended the quarter down about 9%. Jordan, you want to talk a little bit about the commodity uh, performance for the first quarter? Yeah, I think the one we're all very aware of right now is higher energy prices uh, here, at least in Southwest Michigan. Gas is over $4 a gallon right now. And that's largely due to energy prices in the quarter being up by about 46%. Um, you know, natural gas is up 62, heating oil up almost 60, and, and crude up about 40% there. We're also seeing large increases in agricultural prices. So, wheat, corn, cotton, Soybeans and sugar all up, you know, anywhere from twenty to thirty percent. And lastly, on metals, so this would be you know nickel, aluminum, zinc, copper. Nickel, the standout here, up almost fifty percent, knowing that there are some you know supply chain disruptions and uh, the geopolitical events that could be affecting prices. Lastly, precious metals and livestock up six and three percent, respectively. Yeah, so some higher prices definitely seen across the commodity spectrum there. And a lot of those will go into some input cost. And we're going to kind of get this into this in a, at, the, at the end of the podcast in terms of earnings for the first quarter. But that'll be something that we'll need to keep an eye out is are those higher commodity costs and input costs impacting company earnings? What about the uh, fixed income market, Jordan? You want to touch on that? Yeah. For the first time in quite some time, we've seen rates Increase. Uh, last time we saw this was back in 2018 when the Fed started hiking interest rates, and we're we're in that cycle again. The 10-year Treasury rate, and this is a proxy for many different things in the financial markets, saw a low of 1.63 percent in the quarter. Got as high as 2.48 percent, almost two and a half, and has settled out in this 2.4, 2.3 percent range. With that, this is the first year in many that most investors experience a negative return in their bond portfolio. There's an inverse relationship, all else equal, when interest rates increase, the price of the bond decreases. And so the Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Bond Index, which is a proxy for uh, most all traded bonds in the market here, was down uh, at its low 7% and finished the quarter down 6%. 
Um, uh, speaking of markets, Tyler, there is also the labor market. Maybe talk a little bit about what we're seeing as far as unemployment rates, participation rates, and and so on. Yeah. So we actually just had the March jobs report this morning. We added uh, just over 430,000 jobs in the March month. But when you look at the first three months of the year, we added a total of about 1.7 million jobs. So the labor market is still pretty strong. So after this report, you actually saw the unemployment rate tick down to about 3.6%, which is almost at its low before the pandemic. We got down to 3.5% unemployment rate here in the U.S., and then obviously you had a, a large spike during COVID when it got up to close to 15%. So unemployment rate coming down. The other interesting aspect of the labor market is the labor force participation rate. And that has kind of slowly been declining over the last several years, but it's starting to see a nice little pickup. We're getting really close to the five uh, or 10 year average in terms of labor force participation rate. So you're seeing more people come back to the labor market that's a positive sign, one, for the economy, and two, hopefully for some of the supply chain um, impacts we're seeing for a lot of the companies. And you're seeing them have struggles getting people to work and then to produce the goods. So that's kind of been part of the supply chain issue is not having enough workers. So more people coming back to work hopefully will help out uh, some of those supply chain constraints. It's, it's certainly an interesting labor market. And I think the Fed has had a hard time defining what is fully employed, but at an unemployment rate of 3.5% and more you know, available jobs than there are workers, I would call that a fully employed economy. Um, it, again, it is tough, the staffing issues that, that we have seen, adding to the supply chain woes. We'll see how that resolves itself. Tyler, lastly, um, earnings season is quickly approaching. The first quarter earnings will probably start coming out in the next two weeks. Any indication on what kind of growth rates we're looking for for the first quarter? Yep. So the S&P 500 is expecting about 4.8% earnings growth for this quarter. So still positive. Uh, but that is down from about 5.7% that was expected to begin the year. So estimates for earnings are starting to come down. I think inflation playing into that. And that 4.8% growth rate, if that ends up being the growth that we get for the quarter, will be the lowest growth that we've uh, seen since the fourth quarter of 2020, where it was about 3.8% growth. So still positive growth. But when you look at the revenue for the S&P 500, there's an expectation of just over 10% revenue growth. So if your revenue is growing 10% and your earnings are only growing 5 that means there's probably going to be a little bit of margin compression in there and a lot of that due to the higher input cost. When you look at some of the positive growth sectors, energy is looking to be the best performing in terms of year-over-year revenue and earnings growth in the market. Industrials and materials also look positive. In terms of the, the sectors that are looking for actually year-over-year decline in earnings uh, for the first quarter, financials and consumer discretionary. When you take a look at adding those uh, earnings together, we look at a for the full year, a forward 12-month price-to-earnings ratio on the market just over 19 times, which is above the five-year average closer to 18 and a half, and the 10-year average is closer to 17. So we'll kind of see how that all shakes out. We also take a look at the earnings or price to earnings valuation has actually come down since we've had the market down, you know, six or 7% or so to begin the year, it was basically 21 times earnings. So you've seen some margin or some valuation compression over the start of the year. So we will leave it with that. Please feel free to reach out to us podcast at lvmcapital.com.